Yo, 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 this is The Unfortunates. And this week on The Unfortunates, the very last week of The Unfortunates during the season, I do have The Unfortunates conclusion episode coming out, and then we'll move on to the playoffs. That being said, um, let's go ahead and graduate some of these Unfortunates. As you guys were basically the worst teams in the NFL due to injury, lack of good coaching. I'm not going to say lack of coaching, lack of good coaching. And schedules that you guys just couldn't get out of your own way. So, let's begin, y'all. Let's get this up and let's get it down. Thank you for letting me break into your phone. All right, you guys, coming in at number 32 is the worst team in the NFL. They have clinched the number one spot for the long-haired darling quarterback coming out of Clemson. That is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They do have an okay offensive line Um, going into next year. I think that's going to be good for Trevor Lawrence. I think... Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville is going to be better if Trevor Lawrence then went to New York. Sorry about that, guys. My phone is a notification ticking time bomb if I don't silent it. So, (laughs) um... So, yeah, guys, that's about it for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They will graduate as the 32 and the worst team in the NFL over this 2020 to 2021 season. And Happy New Year. I know that's really late. I should have really said that in the intro, but it's all good. Happy New Year to you all. On to 31. All right, you guys, and coming in at number 31 is the Detroit Lions. What do you say, Jameson? My cat looks at me as soon as I say lion because I guess he's a cat, but my cat is more ferocious than the Detroit Lions as they gave up 47 points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm sure you guys know by now they're number 31. The only person I'm going to talk about is Adrian Peterson in his quest to chase Frank Gore, (laughs) who eclipsed 16,000 yards, if I'm not mistaken, or who is about to cross that line as he is on his way to chase Walter Payton. We'll see if both of these gentlemen will be back next season. I certainly hope they both will. Thank you, guys. Detroit Lions, you guys are officially number 31. All right, and coming in at number 30, we have the Atlanta Falcons, the give up the game darlings, Always the Atlanta Falcons. The guys you are always upset when you guys are betting on the Falcons to win one game and they lose it. 
This week, I did not bet on them. I did not think they would beat Kansas City. Honestly, I didn't think they'd be in the game with Kansas City, but they were. So, Atlanta didn't fall too far in my ranking. I stuck them at number 30. Last week, last week they were number 28. The Atlanta Falcons are the Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones, I hope you find a better home. I have a feeling you're going to end up in Miami with Tua. And all I have to say is, uh, my boy Ridley, this is your team now. This is your team. I think you're the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. You got Matt Ryan, who does throw you balls well, but I don't even see him being there next year. Will Matt Ryan end up in Denver? We'll find out. All right, guys, and that is it for the Atlanta Falcons at the end of the season. They are number 30. And coming in at number 29, what happened to the Jets? I don't know if teams are giving up or if the Jets just look that functional all of a sudden after uh, the firing of Greg Williams. Because honestly, ever since Greg Williams left, this looks like a completely different football team on the offensive side of the ball. Look, I understand that the defense dictates what really goes on with the offense, but at the same time, not like this. Offensive line is hitting harder. Like I said, the offensive line is hitting harder. If you watch the highlights, they're all playing like they like they got something going right now. Um, they did just beat the Cleveland Browns, the playoff-bound Cleveland Browns, which sounds funny all itself. So anyway, the Jets are in at number 29. Congratulations at the Jets. You guys did not finish at the bottom of the barrel the whole season. Have a good one, Jets. All right, guys, and um, here we go with this one. Um, the number 28 team is the Denver Broncos. The I'm going to call this the quarterback COVID bunch. Um, they're the only team where all three of their quarterbacks had COVID at one point and had a wide receiver from the practice squad start and I just want to say how happy I am for that gentleman because he ended up with over I believe 19,000 plus dollars for that game um, due to the fact that he was a practice squad player who had to play everybody doesn't get everybody doesn't get that opportunity very often but he did he even completed a pass if I'm not mistaken so You guys got to give him some credit. Um, That's all for the Denver Broncos. Um, When the injuries heal up on the defense, Denver will still be that team you don't want to play in Denver. They're always going to be a cusp of a playoff team as long as their quarterback is playing well. I don't think Drew Locke is the guy. I just think he's, I don't want to say immature, I just want to say that he's not ready for to be Denver's quarterback. I think he's going to be a good backup quarterback for years to come. I think he's that guy that's going to take over for somebody, and he's going to shock the world. I just do not see it in Denver. Matt Ryan, 
or Carson Wentz? Who do you want to see in Denver? Denver is at number 28 on the Unfortunates, as this is the final season episode. Coming in at number 27 is is an unfortunate unfortunate. I thought the Carolina Panthers would be a 500 ball club for the year. I believe Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback. I just think that this system needs a downfield quarterback, and he's not a downfield quarterback. He's a control-the-clock completion, completion, completion. That's why I thought he was perfect in New Orleans, because I thought he was perfect in New Orleans. They had a running game. They had a good offensive line. They have a bunch of possession receivers. They have good tight ends. Carolina's not there yet for Teddy Bridgewater, but Teddy Bridgewater is good enough to be unfortunate on this list. Basically meaning that Teddy Bridgewater is good enough to be a good quarterback on a bad football team. As much as I hate to say that, I also think that he can be a good quarterback on a good team. I just don't see that being Carolina in the future. I have a feeling that Carolina will try to replace him after this next season. But I hope for now he can get enough reps to where somebody can say, you know what, if Teddy Bridgewater is in the right system, he can do better. That's all I have to say for Carolina's Carolina. Um, McCaffrey was hurt uh, some of the season, so Carolina didn't really get to get to where they could have been and there is Carolina number 27 all right all right the team that has avoided me all season is now on my list For those of you who've been listening, no, it's not the New England Patriots. No, it's not the San Francisco 49ers. Two teams who have not made my list and will not make the Unfortunates list. But they might make the Unfortunates for the season. Hmm. Let me explain. I'm going to have an episode of the conclusion of the season for the most unfortunate teams. I'm going to have three specific teams that I'm going to talk about. The three most unfortunate teams. And the Texans will not be on that list. Because I didn't think the Texans were going to win the division. I didn't think the Texans were going to be very good. All I know is is that coming in at number 26, finally on the unfortunates list, is the Houston All-Man Texas. I said Texas did not. Texans. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the lead on one of the teams who have no talent outside of running back and defensive end. Deshaun Watson. I think you might be in a situation where you might want to request a trade to either the Dallas Cowboys or and or the Denver Broncos. 
I know I've just implicated the Denver Broncos on three different quarterbacks now with Deshaun Watson, which will never happen because the money won't fit. But he needs to find another team. I I just I don't see them doing him well. The Atlanta Falcons would be a perfect place for him. But Atlanta can't get rid of Matt Ryan due to his contract and get Deshaun Watson. And the Colts would be able to afford him. But there's no way on God's green earth that the Houston Texans are going to trade that talent inside the division to the Houston Texans. I mean, to the Indianapolis Colts. So, unfortunately, I think he's stuck there. The Houston Texans. You guys do have an all-pro running back and an all-pro defensive end. And honestly, I hope J.J. Watt goes to the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I'm not even going front. I want that dude's attitude in my locker room, along with Vrabel and the way we do things in Tennessee. You don't even have to be productive. You just have to hustle. You have to be one of those guys on the defense that I believe my Tennessee Titans will want for next season. So I'm proclaiming it. I want J.J. Watt in a Tennessee Titan uniform next year. I'm pretty sure you guys can understand why I do. Again, this isn't the first time I've had the Houston Texans, so I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, the corners are horrible. The safeties are playing way worse than we thought. The defensive line, J.J. Watt is the only one still hustling. People are giving up in the locker room. Like, it's bad all over the place. Will Fuller, again, is Will Fuller. He is the Kyrie Irving of the NFL. He's a weird dude, and the dude's always hurt. <laughs> so, that being said, they have no receivers. So the Houston Texans are just stuck forever incarnate at number 26, the Houston Texans, until they can figure out something with their front office. And that is it at number 26. Maybe I should have mentioned this earlier, but we did have two new teams, and I just talked about one of them. The Houston Texans, who I've never had on the list. And this team is returning. I never liked Philadelphia. Um, Philadelphia is one of those teams that I just don't like. And while Tom Brady was in New England, that was one of the teams I just did not like. But the simple fact that Tom Brady has moved on from New England, I have always been a Bill Belichick fan. Um, he took the Bill Parcells, the Bill Parcells game to a whole new level, and the Philadelphia Eagles have done something in their front office that I just did not like. I don't think they're one of those teams that I would ever root for, but. I cannot root for the team. It does not mean that I cannot root for Jalen Hurts. And I will continue to do that over the years. I think he is the next Donovan McNabb. I think they will keep their coach. I think they will find a new offensive coordinator 
to work with Jalen Hurts so that way he can grow in a system designed for him. I know this is going to sound funny, but I think they need a Jason Garrett or a Jason Garrett type. Um, Somebody who can really keep a balanced offense and actually looking at the New York Giants, Jason Garrett might be fired from there. So Jason Garrett's going to be available. Um, I hope Jason Garrett stays in New York because I think he's going to be a really good fit for them in years to come. They just, they need a quarterback to run that system. Just Daniel Jones is not it. I know it's his first year in that system, but you can't play that horribly injured and out the lineup. And then they lost Saquon Barkley, who was a huge, huge part of that. So, I go back to talking about Philly. I believe that they have a future. I don't know if Sanders is their future or if Sanders is just playing well in the moment. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody says running backs are dime a dozen. No, they're not. Um, no, they're not. Everybody's not. All running backs are not the same. They're not great. Um, some running backs are, are made, which is rare. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. Pittsburgh has a running back. That just because he has a good story, people think he's a good running back, and people don't realize that the only time he runs for 100 yards is against the Cleveland Browns. So, some guys are not good at running back. That's just what they do for a living. When you get a LaDainian Tomlinson, when you get a Marshall Falk, when you get an Eddie George, when you get a Jerome Bettis, these are names that will thump you upside the head if they get an opportunity. And if you look at the guys now, Adrian Peterson, a Frank Gore, a Derrick Henry, guys that are running backs, uh, Alvin Kumara, who you guys did not know in college, but again, I followed Tennessee Volunteers. So I knew what this guy had. But the coaching staff was horrible, so they didn't know how to treat the talent. When you have bad coaching, your talent goes unseen. There's a great running back in the NFL right now who's not being seen, Joe Mixon. But then again, he was hurt all this year. There are some great running backs that you guys just don't know. And they're going to come up here pretty soon. The Philadelphia Eagles do not have an all-star running back. They don't have a good running back. They have a guy who ran good at the moment. They're going to need to fix their offensive line. They need a running back to play with Jalen Hurts. They they always get receivers. And I still think um, Deshaun Jackson is still good. I know that sounds funny because the dude's old now, but I hope he stays in Philly another year or two and works with Jalen Hurts. Um... That is the Philadelphia Eagles at number 25 as they have returned to the unfortunate list and they are the best team on the unfortunate list. So out of all of the bottom-dwelling teams in every division, the Eagles are actually 
it they're the best bottom team so that being said folks I move on to the unfortunate picks and then I will be done with this episode for the day one more segment you guys In my attempt to try and spice things up here for the last season picks of the Unfortunates, I went 2-2 two two last week. I've been nearly 500 all season. I think I only had one week where I went 1-2. Every other week, I was either at 500 or better. I've never gone undefeated, which was my goal. Never got there. So, never reaching my goal, I'm going to do something I haven't done. I'm going to pick six games. Make it seven. I'm going to make it seven games. Um, Eight teams in total on the Unfortunates. I'm going to pick all but one. Right now, I'm not even picking for the upset. I'm just picking for the wins. So, the Denver Broncos go against the Oakland Raiders. This is one of those games where I believe Oakland's going to feel kind of upset and mad at themselves that they didn't make the playoffs, so I don't see them showing up in the last game. So, I actually have Denver winning their season finale game. I'm looking here, and we have the Tennessee Titans playing the Houston Texans, and the Titans are playing to get in. The Houston Texans, I don't even know if they're going to be playing for respect at this point because they just lost to the Bengals. So the Tennessee Titans will head into the playoffs. The Atlanta Falcons and Buccaneers. Do the Buccaneers rest players? Tom Brady needs all the work he can get. I see him playing at the very least a quarter, getting up 14. And the Atlanta Falcons come all the way back to, guess what, lose at the end. With or without Tom Brady, the Buccaneers will beat the Falcons. And I do have my upset already. I do have the Denver Broncos upsetting the Oakland Raiders. And the Saints, I do believe, will be resting people. So I will pick the Carolina Panthers to defeat the New Orleans Saints. The Detroit Lions will lose to the Vikings, as I put in my notes, so I'm not even going to go there. The New England Patriots will beat the Jets, saying that just because we're 6-9 Patriots doesn't mean that we're not the Patriots. And the Indianapolis Colts are playing for something, and they will handle Jacksonville. So let me go over the winners again. I got Denver, Tampa Bay. Carolina, Minnesota, New England, Indianapolis, and Tennessee. All right, guys, and that is it for the last season episode of The Unfortunates. Happy New Year. Have a blessed 2021. I know we all have suffered here through this um, COVID period here in 2020. Let's hope. It came in 2020 and leave in 2021. You guys be safe. Watch the last week of the NFL season and enjoy. Peace. I'm out.